Let them eat lobster. Another federal minister is under fire for showing off a lobster feast while Canadians struggle to make ends meet. A Liberal MP claims doctor-assisted suicide has nothing to do with suicide. A man has been arrested and charged after the attempted arson of a Regina Catholic Church. Hello Canada, it's Wednesday, February 21st, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Lindsay Shepard. And I'm Isaac Lamaru. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Federal Agriculture Minister Lawrence McAuley has come under fire for showing off a fancy Malaysian lobster feast on social media amid millions of Canadians relying on food banks. McAuley is in Malaysia this week to meet with Indo-Pacific officials. The minister posted a photo of himself on X, formerly Twitter, enjoying a large lobster on Sunday, along with the caption, quote, Touchdown in Malaysia! I'm looking forward to a productive week of meeting with officials, industry leaders, and partners from Canada and the Indo-Pacific to promote our world-class products, like the lobster I enjoyed for lunch in Kuala Lumpur. A look at the restaurant's menu shows a whole original lobster costing 220 Malaysian ringgit which squares to approximately $62 Canadian, while lobster thermidor costs 245 ringgit, which converts to approximately 69 Canadian dollars. A bigger jumbo lobster is also offered, but the price is not disclosed. Macaulay, who will take home an estimated $299,300 salary this year thanks to generous annual pay increases for politicians, was accused of being out of touch. This is not the first time that Liberal ministers have come under fire for sharing lobster feasts on social media. Small business minister Rishi Valdez came under fire last summer after showing off a meal of lobster and oysters during a Liberal cabinet retreat in Prince Edward Island in an influencer-style video. Isaac, do you think Minister McAuley's post suggests that he is out of touch with the reality faced by most Canadians? Yeah, Lindsay, as previously reported by True North, food banks across Canada are facing unprecedented demand with almost 2 million Canadians now relying on them. That's the thing I've noticed with some liberal politicians. They are genuinely out of touch with reality. When we ask ourselves why they might enact policies such as the carbon tax that make the lives of everyday people more expensive, while, by the way, having no positive effect on the climate, It's because these politicians are not struggling with the cost of living crisis that the rest of the country is, at least not to the same extent. I imagine it's a lot easier to deal with the cost of everything around you increasing when you make $300,000 a year compared to the medium income of $41,000 a year. Yeah, you know, Isaac, I'm not denying that um, someone who makes that large of a salary just doesn't have the same material reality as, as most people. I just found that when I I saw this post, I wasn't as incensed as as most people. And I think when people are mad, they should express themselves. And most of the criticisms I saw on the post were were fair and did make good points about cost of living and, you know, how it must be nice to enjoy a meal that costs over $60 in Canadian dollars. But at the same time, McAuley was at a restaurant called Burger and Lobster. Um, People looked at the wrapping of the lobster that was on his table, and they deduced that that's where he was. And when you go on the website of Burger and Lobster, 
you'll find in their frequently asked questions section that all of their lobster comes from Nova Scotia, Canada. So this restaurant chain, um, which is in Hong Kong, Qatar, London, Singapore, New York, they have uh, many different outlets. They're serving Nova Scotian lobster at all of these locations. And so when I think a lot of people didn't realize that. And so when you take into account, okay, this minister who's in charge of Canadian food products, exports, he's just seeing how Nova Scotian lobster is being served in a different part of the world. And I think when you see it that way, it's hard to be incensed about something like that. And I look, I I do take into consideration that I don't like seafood. <laughs> I don't like lobster. So I'm also not jealous of that aspect. What kind of reactions did you see to his post, Isaac? Yeah, Lindsay. So yeah, a lot of the reactions were, again, around the cost aspect while Canadians are going through a cost of living crisis. For example, Conservative Deputy Leader Melissa Lansman wrote a post on X where she talked about the record number at food banks, but also how Canadians are having to choose between filling up their car, heating their home, and feeding their family. Minister eating lobster in the Malaysian sun on your dime and posts about it to make sure you see how tone deaf he is, said Lansman. And then Liberal MP Cody Blois took the opportunity to reply to Lansman, showing that he might be tone deaf too. At Melissa Lansman, take a step out of the GTA and understand the importance of our seafood industry to Atlantic Canada. At Lawrence McCauley is abroad promoting a product that sustains jobs and livelihoods in our region. Like Halls Harbor Lobster, do jobs in our region not matter? He asked. Sorry, Cody, in my opinion, most people, especially those who live in the GTA, can't afford to take even a day off work, let alone go on vacation and eat lobster. Yeah, so, you know, when Melissa Lansman says that he, you know, Minister McCauley is posting this, so to make sure you see how tone deaf he is. Well, no, like, I think he was just posting that to show that he supports Atlantic Lobster and he's proud that it's being served in abroad like in different countries and maybe i'm being very generous um but that i guess i just saw a similar outrage a couple years ago when people were dumping on justin trudeau because he bought artisan donuts from a local donut shop in manitoba in winnipeg i think and they were like oh you know is tim hortons too not good enough for you you need to have these donuts that are four dollars a piece and it's like, well, he's supporting a local business. Like, why is it that we have to pretend that we it's only acceptable to have Tim Hortons at McDon- and McDonald's? Like, is that what we want our politicians to be promoting is cheap, fast food? Um, so I, I just didn't want to see a repeat of that kind of thing. Yeah, I can see both sides of the argument. Obviously, Canadians are living through a cost of living crisis, but at the same time, the ministers over there promoting food, as you said, from Nova Scotia. So, Liberal MP Annie Koutrakis claimed in the House of Commons on Tuesday that MAID had nothing to do with suicide. According to Koutrakis, seeking assisted suicide is not suicidal. Koutrakis made the comments when asked by Conservative MP Garnett Genui how the Liberal government intends to exclude mentally ill people who are suicidal from accessing assisted suicide. Kutraxis stands in stark contrast to the prevailing discourse and historical context surrounding assisted suicide. While she attempts to dissociate assisted suicide from ordinary suicide, the very essence of the practice revolves around the deliberate choice to end one's life with medical assistance. 
Moreover, Kuchakis's statement disregards the reality that the practice has often been discussed in tandem with suicide, both in public discourse and within legislative frameworks. The terminology used in the legislative background of Bill C-14, which governs MADE, frequently refers to, quote, assisted suicide. Furthermore, Kutrakis' remarks comes at a critical juncture as the federal government grapples with the expansion of the assisted suicide program to include individuals with mental illness. The decision to delay this expansion by three years was announced by Health Minister Mark Holland and Justice Minister Arif Varani. Lindsay, do you think the Liberals are so adamant about expanding their assisted suicide legislation because they don't consider MADE as suicide? Instead, they view it as simply uh, a healthcare procedure? Well, Isaac, last week, we saw something similar. MP Kevin Lamoura for Winnipeg North, uh, no relation to you, and you have the same last name, uh, I'm assuming. Um, He said in the House of Commons that made legislation saves lives because it prevents people from committing suicide on their own. So, And he actually said this. You can go and look at the Hansard record, and he said made legislation saves lives. So the answer to your, your question is yes. You can take something that is tough to grapple with, like made, and simply think of it as a healthcare procedure, and that will satisfy any lingering questions you may have in your mind about whether medical assistance in dying is ethical. And the obvious parallel here is with abortion. People will sanitize it in their mind and just try to think of it as a routine healthcare procedure, but it's not because it involves a human life. It's a bioethical dilemma. And I think this is why we've seen so many delays um, with, you know, different aspects of the made legislation. Now it's with the, the mental illness part of it, and that's going to be delayed for th- three more years because there is so much to work through. But I think one aspect here is really clear in that someone who elects to have made medical assistance in dying, that is what made stands for, is choosing to end their life. And that is what everyone commonly understands as suicide. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A 31-year-old man has been charged after the attempted arson of a Regina Catholic church. Jordan Willett was arrested last Friday and now faces charges of alleged arson, disguise with intent to commit a criminal act, and two counts of failing to comply with a probation order. The fire in the early hours of February 12th at the Blessed Sacrament Parish was quickly extinguished by Regina Fire and Protective Services. Willett was scheduled to appear in court on Tuesday. A camera captured a suspect with his face covered, pouring what appeared to be gasoline from a jerry can onto the church's office entrance. The suspect can then be seen lighting the accelerant on fire before running away. The church, which is located in Regina's downtown at 2039 Scarth Street, had to cancel its Sunday mass as a result of the fire and its cleanup. Isaac, this is a rare instance of law enforcement actually catching and charging an individual responsible for a church burning. As you know, over 100 churches have been burned down or vandalized since the 
so-called discovery of unmarked graves near residential schools in May 2021. So when will law enforcement and politicians realize that this is a pattern and Christians are being targeted in Canada? Yeah, Lindsay. Uh, unfortunately, the number of churches being burned down is climbing too fast. In fact, just this Monday, I saw news of yet another church being burnt down, this time in my hometown of Edmonton. And as I've said before, some people in Canada are so against Catholicism and Christianity, and instead of Justin Trudeau condemning these attacks in the House, he remained silent. Pierre Poilievre, on the other hand, has expressed his support for stronger criminal sanctions against arsonists and called for increased security infrastructure around places of worship to prevent attacks on religious institutions. He said that the country has witnessed a surge in violence against religious communities and attributed the rise to Trudeau's divisive policies, accusing Trudeau of employing a catch-and-release system that has failed to curb such crimes. And Lindsay, le legacy media plays a big part in this too, in my opinion. They, of course, reported that these unmarked graves were near residential schools, but not one grave has been found, and they, they too remain silent. Do you think they'll ever step up and admit they were wrong? Uh, Christians are being targeted. What do you think it will take for this to stop? Yeah, and I mean, even last week on The Daily Brief, we covered how members of parliament blocked a motion from conservative MP Cory Tochor to condemn the attempted arson at the Blessed Sacrament Parish Church in Regina. So he was seeking unanimous condemnation, but you could hear in the video clip of this um, what I would assume to be liberal and NDP MPs just shouting no, and he could, I don't think he even finished what he was saying. Um, they were so unwilling to condemn this arson on a church. That's it for today, folks. Make sure to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Bye for now.